If they can't surf it from their smartphone, you've probably already lost them. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Amp Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of VoiceSam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Veopreneur. Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast. I'm Mark Scott, so excited to have you here and really looking forward to diving into another episode to help you through the business of voiceover. That's what this podcast is all about. That's what an Everyday VOpreneur is. Somebody who understands and accepts that what we do is so much more than just voice acting. It's so much more than just getting in the studio, getting in front of the microphone and recording voiceovers. We are actually business owners. We are entrepreneurs, and that's what makes us VOpreneurs. Thanks for listening wherever fine podcasts are given away for free, and make sure that you subscribe wherever you like to listen. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, we're in all of those places. You can sign up, subscribe, and you never have to miss another episode again. And of course, you can always listen online at VOpreneur.com. So this week, we are going to talk about websites, and more specifically, we're going to talk about making sure that your website is mobile-friendly, because in 2019, this is absolutely a huge deal. So let's start out with a few statistics, just to give you a concept of how important this is. According to data from 2018, the global mobile population amounted to 3.7 billion unique users. That is obviously a substantial portion of the population. They are on mobile and they are surfing on mobile. And you better have a website that is able to reach them. 64% of mobile users access the internet. And I'll be honest with you, that statistic I thought was a little bit low. But you have to understand that not every mobile phone has the ability to go online. Not every mobile phone has the ability to access data. But still... 64% of mobile users accessing the internet, 64% of 3.7 billion, that's a pretty substantial number. Here's another one for you. A November 2018 stat showed that 48% of website traffic happens on a mobile phone. We're talking about half of all of the internet traffic that takes place on any given day, half of it happening on a mobile phone. 57% of users say a business with a poorly designed mobile website is not likely to be recommended. In other words, if your website doesn't look good on a smartphone, you are losing business. And that's the bottom line. But not only are you losing business, they are not going to recommend you. Now, here's the stat that goes along with that. 40% of users will go to a competitor after a poor mobile experience. Think about that for a second. You've gone through all the trouble to get your demos done. You've gone through the trouble of putting in your studio, taking the coaching, getting the training, learning how to record and deliver professional quality voiceovers. 
You've done what you have to do from an SEO standpoint in order to drive traffic to your website in the first place, or maybe you've been really effective at doing your email marketing and so you're driving traffic to your website. So you've put in all of this time and effort, but then when they get there, if they have a bad experience, they're jumping over to your competitors. 40% of users will go to a competitor after a poor mobile experience. Load speeds of five seconds or less guarantee a 70% longer viewing session. When's the last time you tested the load speed on your website? And what they mean by that is when I click to markscottvoiceover.com, how many seconds does it take for markscottvoiceover.com to load on mobile? And one of the things that I would encourage you when you're testing this out on your own website is not to be testing it on Wi-Fi, to be testing it on LTE networks as well. Because there's a difference, right? Yeah, sure, you're on your Wi-Fi at home and you've got 100 megabytes per second download speed, but that's not what you're going to get on LTE. So you need to be checking those load speeds when you're actually viewing off of the cellular network just to test it both ways. But load speeds of five seconds or less guarantee 70% longer viewing sessions. And there are things that you can do to bring those load speeds down. 75% of the population now uses mobile phones for internet browsing. That's significant. Four to five users now use their phones for shopping. What is more intimate? What device? What piece of technology? What tool? What resource do you have in your life that is more intimate with you than your phone? You have it always. It's in your pocket, it's in your car, it's on your desk, it's on the couch beside you when you're watching TV. You take it into the bathroom and you surf while you're on the toilet. It's okay to admit it, we all do it. The point is, we have our phones with us pretty much 24-7. Even when we're sleeping, where's your phone? Chances are it's plugged in right beside your bed. Our phones are always there. Think about the experience that you have with your phone. How much surfing do you do on your phone? As you think about these statistics, do any of them ring true with you? Because I can tell you right now that when I have been trying to shop for something, if I go on to a website and it's not mobile friendly, that does have an impact on my decision to buy. 57% of users say a business with a poorly designed mobile website is not likely to be recommended. And then what else? That other statistic, 40% will go to the competition. I can testify to that. I have absolutely done that. I have jumped onto sites that weren't mobile friendly when I'm shopping for whatever, and I have ended up going to a competitor's site because of a poor mobile experience. So these statistics, if you really stop and think about them, they ring true with you as a consumer in your own shopping habits. So it only stands to reason that they are going to ring true with the people who are coming onto your website. Here's something else I want you to think about. Google is actually penalizing sites in search that aren't mobile friendly. Have you ever got a warning from Google that says there are mobile friendly issues on your website and these are the things that you need to fix and they'll actually give you tips on how to fix those things? If you are not taking care of those, if your site is not mobile friendly in 2019, it is actually going to drive you down into search rankings regardless of how good your SEO is. So all of this goes to say, you've got to get your mobile situation sorted out. Think about it. Odds are that 
when a client reads your introductory email that you've sat down and taken the time to write, there's a pretty good chance they're reading it on their phone. And what is the purpose of the introductory email? I always say that the purpose of the introductory email is to drive them to your website. That is the call to action that is associated with that email. You want them to get on your website so that they can listen to your demos and so that they can find out a little bit more about you. So if they are reading that email on their phone, which is a pretty safe assumption, then what else does it mean? It means they're clicking the website link on their phone as well. And this is why you have to make sure that your website is mobile friendly. So with all of that said, with all of those statistics, now that you understand how big of a deal this is, let me give you five tips for checking the mobile friendliness of your website. Five tips for assessing the mobile friendliness of your website. First and foremost is to use a responsive theme. Now, if you have gone out and hired somebody to do website design for you and they're a legitimate developer, somebody like voiceactorwebsites.com, for example, they're going to build you a site that is mobile friendly. That's part of what they do. But if you're doing this on your own, let's say you've signed up for WordPress and you're going to get a theme on WordPress and you're going to build your website using WordPress because maybe right now you can't afford to hire somebody else to do it. Look for a responsive theme. One of the websites that I love to use is themeforest.net. And I have bought a lot of WordPress themes from themeforest.net in the past. In fact, the theme that I use on the Veopreneur website comes from themeforest.net. I put a brand new website up about uh, a week or two ago. And so that theme comes from themeforest.net. And one of their very first things that I had to do was check to make sure that it was a responsive theme. Now, if you're not familiar with the term responsive, Basically, what it will do is it will resize your website and the design and the layout to the device that you are surfing on. So it is going to look one way if you are surfing on a desktop computer and a 27-inch monitor, for example, when I'm surfing on my 27-inch iMac. It's going to shrink down and look a slightly different way when I search it on my MacBook Pro or, you know, you're searching on your MacBook Air or whatever laptop computer that you're using. It's going to shift down and lay out a slightly different way if you are looking at it on a tablet. And then again, it's going to look even more different if you are surfing on a mobile phone. And most responsive themes are also going to automatically adjust whether you are looking in portrait or landscape mode on a tablet or on a mobile phone. So getting a responsive theme is going to be one of the most important things that you can do. Look for that responsive theme. And right now, if you're questioning whether or not the theme that you're using on your website is responsive, the easiest way to tell, jump onto your website on a desktop, jump onto your website on a laptop, then check it out on a tablet and check it out on a phone. Does it readjust? Does it resize? And does the layout still seem consistent regardless of which device that you are surfing on? It is absolutely essential that your website looks well on a mobile device. And even with a responsive theme, sometimes there's still adjustments that have to be made because you still want things to appear in the right order on your website. And so absolutely, you've got to check it. And I would encourage you to check it across multiple devices as well. Everything should look the same. The internet should be the internet. Coding should be coding. But check it on an Android device. Check it on an iOS device. 
ask a friend if you don't have a friend or if you don't have access to both of those types of devices. And then make sure you check it out in a couple of different browsers too. Check it out in Safari if you use Mac. Check it out in Firefox. Check it out in Google Chrome just to make sure that everything looks the way that it is supposed to look. So tip number one, make sure that you are using a responsive theme. And if you are not, make sure that you get one. And if you have a web developer that is working for you, make sure that they are making your website responsive so that it is going to look proper on a mobile device. Tip number two, is your demo player mobile friendly? What is the most important thing on your website? Without question, the most important thing is your demos. And if I jump onto your website from my smartphone and I can't click your demos, we've got a problem. You've already lost me. So if you are using a Flash-based demo player, for example, terrible option because it is not mobile friendly. It's not going to play across all devices. If you are using a player that is too small, and this is something that I have happen a lot. I jump onto a talent's website and I look on my smartphone and the play button is so small that it makes it really hard to click it from my mobile phone. Or if you are using a mobile player that has some sort of fancy background that can make it difficult to find the play button to be able to click on a mobile phone, that is where you're going to have a problem. This is one of the reasons why I love the voice amp player, because I know that the voice amp player is going to work regardless of what I am surfing on. It's going to work on my desktop. It's going to work on my laptop. It's going to work on a tablet and it's going to work on a smartphone and it's going to work whether it's iOS or Android or whatever other device that is out there. So make sure that you are checking your demo player and make sure that it is mobile friendly first in that it plays Second, in that I can find it. And third, in that it is easy to click. Don't make me have to click more than once to get that demo to play. Because on a smartphone, again, you're probably going to lose me. For those of you that don't use VoiceAM or are interested in signing up for VoiceAM, there is a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get three months of VoiceAM for the price of one. That's a special affiliate deal that I have with the VoiceAM player. I love it. I use it. That's what's on my website. Let me ask you something. Are you booking work from your website? Do you have a site you're proud to send people to that you want to link to from social media or from your emails? Or is your website something you put together yourself using a free service and you're just hoping for some kind of results? The layout content and messaging on your website is incredibly important and can mean the difference between inquiries and bookings or just crickets. If you're not confident with your site, if you don't know what to include, or if you'd just like a fresh perspective on it, let me help you. You can now book a 30-minute website consult session with me. We'll chat live on Zoom and go over all the information on your site. We'll make suggestions for improvements to the design, the content, and the copy. You can book your consult now at markscottcoaching.com forward slash website consult. That's markscottcoaching.com forward slash website consult. Now back to our show. Number three on the list for making your website more mobile friendly is using a font that is mobile friendly. So on iOS, all the Apple devices, the primary font is Helvetica Noia. And on Android, the primary font is Roboto. Now, that doesn't mean that those are the only two fonts that you can use, but those are two fonts that you know that are going to be safe. If you get into using fancy fonts, different types of fonts, maybe they're going to look okay on your desktop, but maybe they're only going to look okay on your desktop 
Because maybe that's not a web-based font that not everybody has on their computer. Maybe it's not a font that's going to look well or translate well on a mobile device. And if I can't read the content on your website, again, you've already lost me. And beyond that, beyond the font choice, is also the font size. If the text is too small on your website for me to read on a mobile device, again, you've already lost me. You've got to check these things to make sure. And that can happen with the responsive theme. Maybe it looks really good on your desktop, but as soon as the responsive theme adjusts to a mobile device, it shrinks everything down and the text becomes too hard to read because it's too small, that's going to be a problem. If the text is over top of a background image or if the text is over top of a particular background color, that can also translate into making it very difficult to read from a smartphone. So check the fonts on your website. Make sure that you're using mobile-friendly fonts and that they are mobile-friendly in size and color as well. Look at every page. Read all of the content. Read your About page and see if it's easy to read on a mobile device. Make sure that it looks the way that you want it to look on a mobile device. And if it doesn't, make the necessary adjustments. And that leads to number four on the list. Are you using a contact form? One of the biggest pains in my butt with a mobile device is trying to fill out a contact form. Sometimes those things are not easy to fill out because the form fields shrink down so small on mobile. And it's really annoying to try and scroll through them on a mobile device. And so if you've never tried to fill out your contact form on a smartphone before, I encourage you to look at it and to fill it out and determine whether or not this is convenient. Don't think about this from your own perspective. Think about this from the buyer's perspective. Remember, this is a stranger that has come onto your website, that has listened to your demos, that is interested in hiring you. How hard are you going to make it for them to do that? My hope is that you're going to make it very easy for them to do that. One of the other things that I like to suggest to make it more mobile friendly is to make your phone number clickable and to make your email address clickable. And that is something that is possible to do through very simple HTML coding. So if I jump onto your contact page on your website and I see your phone number, all I have to do is click the phone number and it automatically starts dialing. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you found a phone number on a website that you wanted to call? And now you got to go through the annoying and difficult process of trying to copy that phone number so that you can then paste it into the box on your actual phone app to actually make the phone call, or you're trying to write the number down somewhere so that then you can punch it in individually, or you're trying to memorize the number so that you can punch it in individually. And it's really annoying, isn't it? So if you don't like doing it on somebody else's website, odds are pretty good that somebody's not going to like doing it on yours. So I always advise make it clickable and make sure that email address is clickable as well. You can have that in addition to or in place of having a form on your website. That one simple adjustment alone, making the phone number clickable and making the email address clickable, not forcing people to go through a form, that one shift alone could actually drive up conversion rates on your website. Again, it's all about making things mobile friendly. The fifth item on the list is resizing your images for mobile. So if you're using high-resolution images on your website, those images are going to take a long time to load. And maybe you're not familiar with this, but let's say you go to the photographer and you have your professional headshot done and you get that professional headshot back and it comes 
in a file format that's like 3,200 by 4,000 pixels. And the actual image size is like 14 megabytes. And I'm just throwing out some random numbers, but you'll understand what I'm saying. That's a very large image. And remember the stat that we talked about earlier. Load speed of five seconds or less guarantees a 70% longer viewing session. Obviously, we want people to stay on our website longer. We want them to listen to our demos and we want them to surf through our website. If they're sitting there waiting for stuff to load, chances are they're going to go find somebody else. So you've got to resize those images for mobile. And I'm not just talking about resizing the pixel size. So maybe you take that 3200 by 4000 pixel image and you shrink it down to 600 by 800, for example. Still going to look really great on a desktop, but much smaller for a mobile, much smaller resolution for mobile. And you need to make sure that you are reducing the file size as well. And there are ways that you can do that using software. So make sure that you are using mobile-friendly images on your website as well. Because if you have a whole bunch of pictures that are on there, background images, multiple headshots, images of your studio, photos that you took from your family vacation that you posted on your website for whatever reason, all of those things are going to slow down the load time. The more stuff that is on that page, the slower the load time is going to be, the slower the load time, the less chances that people are going to hang out and see what's going on. It's all about making an easy, enjoyable, hassle-free experience for the end user. Remember, your website is not for you. And this is one of the things that I talk about a lot with voice actors when I do website consults, trying to get them to understand that your website is about you, but your website is not for you. And so you need to view your website through the eyes of the potential buyer. And you need to design it for the potential buyer. And that includes all of these things that we've talked about to make sure that it is more mobile friendly. So use that responsive theme. Get that mobile friendly demo player. If you want to check out Voice Sam, get that three months for the price of one. You can click the affiliate link in the show notes to do that. Make sure that you are using a font that is mobile friendly. And I mean that in font choice as well as font size and font color, and consider the backgrounds that are behind those fonts to make sure that it is easy to read. If you are using a contact form, make sure that it can be filled out on a smartphone. And I always like to suggest throwing up a clickable phone number and a clickable email address, either in addition to or in place of that form. And make sure that you are resizing those images for mobile. Now, as a bonus tip, there's one more thing I want to suggest to you. Google actually offers a tool. You can go to the web page, put in your website URL, and it will run a test. And it will tell you all of the things that you need to know about the mobile friendliness of your website. And if there are issues with the mobile friendliness of your website, it will tell you what they are so that you can fix them. And either you can fix them yourself through maybe making some of the adjustments that we just talked about in those five tips, or maybe it's going to be a matter of going back to your website designer and asking them to fix them for you. Don't be afraid, if you need to, to spend a little bit of money to get this stuff done. Remember, in next to your demos, your website is probably your most important marketing tool. And if it is poorly designed, if it looks amateur, if it doesn't operate the way that it's supposed to, if people can't surf it from their phone, if they can't find the content that they need, you are losing buyers. 
I can't drive home these statistics enough. 57% of users say a business with a poorly designed mobile website is not likely to be recommended. 40% of users will go to a competitor after a poor mobile experience. You do not want to be losing that kind of traffic and that kind of potential income from your website because of a poor mobile design. So I would strongly suggest that after you listen to this episode, that be one of the homework assignments that you give yourself for the week. Put it on your to-do list to click the link. I'll put the link in the show notes because I can't, I'm not going to read the link out. It's kind of a long link, but I'll put the link in the show notes. Make sure that you put your URL into that link, run the mobile friendly test and figure out if there's anything that you need to do that is going to make your website more mobile friendly. Get it done, and I think that you're going to start to experience a higher conversion rate from your website. And Google's going to be a little bit nicer to you in the search results as well. If you do have questions about your website, and maybe you want to dive deeper into the content and making sure that the things that you're saying on your website are correct, you can book a website consult with me. I will jump onto a Zoom chat with you. We'll load up your website. We'll go through it together and I'll make suggestions about copy adjustments that you might need to make, design and layout adjustments that you might need to make all in order to get your website meeting its maximum potential. And there is a link to book one of those website consults in the show notes as well. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks so much for leaving your reviews and thank you for sharing this podcast on social media as well. Remember, you can listen anytime at vopreneur.com. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoiceamp and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoiceamp. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOpreneur goodness? Jump online at veopreneur.com. 